You've survived another week. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to the fifth season of the Black Man with a Gun podcast. You survived the naysayers, the doom vendors, and the prognosticators that said that 2012 was never going to happen. But hey, we're still here. This week on episode 251, I share what I got for Christmas. Barbara talks about chicks with guns. Mrs. M gives us some encouragement. What's in and what's out for 2012? Cocaine. No, that's not what's in. Maryland Shaw Issue and Virginia Citizens Defense League both have lobby days. And there's a shoot, don't shoot, you don't want to miss. And we got Zombie Strike winding down to the end of the story. All this and a little extra coming up next on your favorite Righteous Podcast. Holsters.com presents the Black Man with a Gun podcast from KenBlanchard.com. This weekly show is diverse, open, and free, involving all members of the gun community. It's not just about guns. It's about the people behind the gun, plus your rights, fun, news, and interviews. And now, here's your host, Pastor Ken Blanchard. All right, we're back. How you doing? Welcome. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to another episode of the Black Man with a Gun podcast. I am your host, Ken Blanchard. I've been doing this for the last four years. This makes my fifth year of podcasting. You're listening to episode number 251. You can find the show notes for this episode and my blog at blackmanwithagun.com. Please find me on Facebook at blackmanwithagun1 for our fan page. My Twitter is Ken N. Blanchard, and I'm that guy, that author, that activist, that friend and brother from a different mother that you've been hearing about for a long time. I've been representing Americans for the firearms community since 1991, and I've been a resource for all pro-rights organizations fighting against the racism in gun control. Yep, that's me. Here I am, back again, New Year 2012, in living color. If you want to reach me, you can contact me. I'm real easy to get to. 
24 hours a day, seven days a week. My email address is blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. Or you can call me and leave me a toll-free voicemail message with your number, and I'll call you back. 888-675-0202. And if you're listening to the show outside the United States, hey, Facebook works too. Looking forward to talking to you, actually. Well, tonight, I am ready to go. The house is quiet. The ladies are shopping. My son's still at karate, and just the dog is asleep. I'm here in the studio, located under the washer and the dryer of the Blanchard Estates. I got my Glock locked, cocked, and we're ready to rock. Soon as John Wayne gives us our Pledge of Allegiance, we're going to start off with episode number 251. The first of the year, 2012. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Man, what a time, what a time. I just got over getting over the flu, actually. Didn't realize how hard it was to get rid of a simple virus. It's even harder when you can't find darn cold medicine. Tylenol is missing from all the shelves and, uh, the drug boys are stealing stuff to make meth, so pharmacies are like bare. All you can find in there is like stuff for your toes and stuff. Hey, and over the break, I left my last job. I quit actually right before Christmas, and I'm going to try something new this year. Just started a new job just a couple of days ago. So pray for a brother on that one. And during my break, I sat at home and pondered. Watched some little cable television, and I'm really disappointed. There was like nothing on the whole week I was off. So I just sat there and reflected on 2011, my successes and my failures, and I'm glad the holiday madness is over. How about you? All the decorations are down now. And I'll put them back in the shed till November. But I think I'm going to do it up this next Christmas. Lights and stuff. I'm just going to go crazy. See how far I can go. Well, till my money runs out, which won't be long. But in my mind right now, I'm going to do it up. Speaking of that, I'm saving up for a pickup truck. So I can hand me a vehicle to truck my fishing buddies and my uh, my trap shooting guys around with. I wanted an RV, if you remember. But $80,000 ain't happening right about now. So... Might be a little closer with a with a bank loan and a and a pickup truck. Even using an RV for my ministry is going to be on hold, but we'll see. So sitting on that couch, man, contemplating my universe, and then with nothing on television. What a sham! The best shows on what they played repeatedly was stuff from back in the eighties. So does that mean nothing of quality is being created anymore? Probably. Then I was like looking for podcasts that I haven't listened to for a while. I thought they all sucked. Now I understand why you want to fast forward on those two-hour podcasts now. Lord of mercy. And I was like really being real humble and modest, you know, for Christmas. So my family said, what do you want for Christmas, Dad? I said, oh, you don't have to get me anything. So you know what it got me? 
nothing. No, actually, they did. They got me. Uh, I got like a whole bunch of gift cards. I got a gift card to IHOP, gift card to Dunkin' Donuts, gift card to uh, iTunes. I got a whole bunch of gift cards. So that's a good thing. But you know what I really got for Christmas? An opinion. Yeah, I got an opinion now. I really never had one. So my opinion. My opinion says uh, I'm sick of this whole Iowa caucus thing, the sorry GOP candidates we got. That whole pool, that whole political thing is just ugly right now. I'm sick of drugs. I'm sick of cocaine and everybody talking about weed. It's just, it's for losers, man. Just, I, I got to say it. This is how I feel. There is a right and a wrong. There is a up and a down. There is a good and a bad. Folks that just want to stay in the middle, starting to get on my nerves. Um, and it seems like as soon as you have all your ducks in a row, nobody wants your ducks. The good news is, though, I did finish up on uh, the Zen of Gun Ownership. Thanks for that title. And uh, it's has the racist roots of gun control kind of updated version. It has uh, actually some secret stuff that's been going on in my life for the last 20 years in between all the uh, court cases and stuff I've been involved in. I give you almost a play-by-play of um, stuff I've done as an activist along with the names and the people and the places um, they're all in there. There's a little bit about uh, Christianity and guns, how I almost got kicked out of a church because of it. There's some details of that. There's some a lot of stuff to make you, uh, to get you better, um, how to talk guns to your spouse, how to how to stay motivated, how to get off the, off the X, just some real, real zen, enthusiasm, encouragement kind of stuff. And uh, it's going to be an e-book for now. And... For all my Urban Shooter Association members, you're getting it for free. And everybody else, the first 50, a reduced price. And then I'm going to jack that thing way up because I'll probably only sell about 100 of them. So for those couple of you guys that listen to me right now, you'll get the cheap price. And then once it gets on Amazon, all bets are off. Um, Because it it costs money to do a free ebook. No joke. I mean, I'm just being edited right now. And it must be jacked up because the guy has been taking forever, even though I know I caught him during the holidays. So I got to expect some slowness. But to get the cover done, all that, the banner, you can check out the pieces of it at zenofgunownership.com. And there's also a link to it on blackmanwithagun.com. Check that out. Haven't done the pre-orders thing yet. I'm still still fighting myself over the cost I'm going to charge after I get the bill from this dude and then put it in, you know, get it copyrighted and all that stuff. It's, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to see it in the next two weeks. Hopefully by episode number 252, I have a big announcement that it's out. But, hey, it is what it is, you know. I'm putting together this list of the ins and outs for uh, 2011, 2012. And I'm forecasting that this year revolvers will be in. There's going to be a big resurgence of the wheel guns. Folks are going to find, discover that they're pretty cool, that uh, it's not how many rounds you have, it's where you shoot. Shot placement still is important. And uh, I bet you revolvers are going to be in in 2012. I think what's going to be out, AR-15s, modern sporting rifle, 
almost everybody has one now, and I'm tired of hearing about it, actually. I think suppressors are going to be in. As soon as we can get some legislation changed, get some minds changed, um, that's going to be some really cool stuff. I think the fast and the furious news, as soon as we get rid of Attorney General um, Holder, that'll be over. But i um, tired of hearing about the fast and the furious. It's, it's crap. The government's crap. The politicians are crap. All of them that are covering up are, are criminals. It's just, I'm tired of hearing about it. It's wrong. It's been wrong. Let's do something about it and move on. Uh, concealed carry, I think, is going to be a big end for 2012 as more Americans understand that the Brady campaign and handgun control and all those other Bloomberg and all those anti-gun people, anti-rights people are just snowing them as soon as they figure it out. It's going to be a huge change. And then a lot of us are not going to have anything to do except for shooting, have more fun, and living more free. I think uh, 9 millimeters is going to be back in and 40 millimeters are going to be out, personally. I think uh, folks are going to see the light and go back to the 9 millimeter and the 45 cal. Oh, and 38s as well, too. It will be in real big. I think Amazon.com is in. You can buy almost anything except for a princess bride on Amazon.com. I think Best Buy is on its way out. Um, not sure where it's going to go. Probably become BestBuy.com, but I think it's going to be heading out. Ebooks, man. Ebooks are rocking. Hopefully, I get mine out while, they, uh, while people are still using their Kindles and iPads to read the bad boy. And then I'll put it in paper form for everybody else. I think faxing is out. You can tell somebody is old school if they got a fax in their house. I think training. If you teach firearms training, you're going to up your game because after folks get past the NRA basic class, they want to know some stuff. So you're going to have to, as a trainer, you're going to have to come with it. No more, I've been in a desert storm, Iraq, Persian Gulf. You need some stuff. You're going to have to, to be educated both for the, the layman, for the advanced, for the intermediate. Um, it's going to be some competition out there. I think gun magazines and uh, some gun blogs might have to go away. Seems like everybody's just talking the same old stuff. Boring. I think marriage is going to be in in 2012. Wedding's going to be out, though. Folks are spending more money and some more time on their wedding than on their marriages. And I'm going to hit on that one really hard in a couple of weeks, maybe minutes. I don't know. I think indie music is going to be in in 2012. Everybody listen to their favorite whoever. And you don't have to be uh, a big name to get your own following. And I hope some of these rappers are on their way out. I've never heard such crap, but hey, it's the stuff that everybody's consuming. Not good, though, just crap. And I'm hoping that strength, honor, character, and integrity come back in 2012. I'm tired of these weak men, grown-up boys. Hope tattoos go out in 2012. There's nothing like seeing some woman bend over and she got that little tattoo on the back of her back right above her um, belt. Just makes you think, man, that's going to be somebody's mama someday. Or somebody's mama got a whole bunch of roses or 
little animal footprints come out of her cleavage, just messes you right up, makes you think skink right off the bat. Sick of mobs. I, I am sick of the mob at anything. I think uh, at this time in my life, Mardi Gras and Carnival, not even a please, not even appeasing to me right now. It's just, and uh, I think strong women are going to be in. Well, they've been in for a long time. We always like the uh, Angelina Jolie's, the the Barbara Bairds, the Mrs. M, the strong women, always been attractive. But it's even worse when you got weak men, though. Men, you got to step up to the plate, man. Got to come with it. I want to see some really strong fathers and some good husbands in 2012. Relationships should be in in 2012. I think uh, out is going to be New York City as a destination. I know they got the uh, memorial everybody wants to see in New York City, the Big Apple and all that, but the city sucks. And if you're pro-freedom, pro-rights, stay out of New York City. The rest of the state's cool. It's beautiful, actually. Just stay out of New York City. We should have like a, our own little logo that says, um, I'm pro-freedom and I'm not going to New York City or something. Somebody get creative on it and uh, we'll, we'll wear that bad boy. I think Wisconsin is going to be in. And let's see, Facebook is in. MySpace is out. LinkedIn, strong. Craigslist is out. Using WordPress is the bomb. And if you got to go find a webmaster, for $500 to do a website, that's out. Don't need that stuff anymore. Told you. I got an opinion over the holidays. You can agree or disagree. I'm going to put this list up on uh, show notes for number 251, and you let me know how close or off the mark I am. I'm going to take a break, and we're going to get back after a word from our sponsor. Being an armed citizen means having a gun with you all the time. Carrying a firearm every day requires a holster that is both concealable and comfortable. Whether you choose our Super Tuck Deluxe or Mini Tuck, you'll have the confidence that comes from being discreetly and comfortably armed, prepared to face unforeseen dangers. Crossbreed holsters are handmade in the USA, come with a lifetime warranty and a two-week try-it-free guarantee. Order your holster today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Going to bring my sister Barbara in here. And then after that, the news. Babs in the woods. From womensoutdoornews.com's Barbara Baird. Hey, black man with a gun. This is Barbara Baird, Women's Outdoor News. More chicks with guns. The FBI reports that more than 1.5 million instant criminal background checks were conducted in December, which topped November's numbers and, frankly, is making firearms manufacturers anticipate whopping great supersize with lots of fries sales in 2012. There's news all over the place about this fact. And in reading an article by Peter Susio, special to CNBC, I came across this quote from Russ Thurman, editor and publisher of Shooting Industry magazine. Thurman surmises that the U.S. presence in Afghanistan and Iraq is a boon to the industry. He was quoted, We're seeing an awful lot of young people, those who carried a gun to protect our freedom overseas, coming home. 
They carried a gun in Iraq for 16 months, and now they're coming home and buying one. He added that this could be why more women are buying guns, too. Women, he said, have been trained on the AR platform in the military, and they're seeing that owning a gun isn't something that is really all that bad. Susio concludes his article by writing, Given that more soldiers are coming home, public opinion is weighing against gun control, uncertainty with the economy, and a presidential election with no clear pro-gun candidate, the sign points to 2012 seeing more robust sales. Interesting. I wonder if this same thing happened after World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. I'll let you know. If you'd like to read about women in guns, women in hunting, women in atlatls, check out womensoutdoornews.com. And thanks, Ken. Ah, thank you, Barbara. All right. Barbara mentioned an article that came out January 3rd, 2012, called Firearm Sales Ring in 2012 with a Bang by Peter Susio. I have the link to that on my gun news section. If you go to blackmountaingun.com and look under gun news for yesterday, I believe it was Wednesday, you'll find out that I got that right there. It's like number six. And there are quite a few articles. I try to do probably about a dozen every other day. There's an editorial taking off the safety. There's an editorial, an angry man, a fallen ranger, and a sad start to 2012 out of Tacoma, Washington. There is an article just like that one um, from our own Dave Workman called Stepping Forward for a Fallen Ranger, a gun rights forum. And Texas retailers see record gun sales. That's come out of KVUE out of Austin, Texas. And even got a couple from the United Kingdom. Gun clubs defend gun laws. How about that? And an editorial that gun laws are under fire. International news, national news. I got a couple. Check out blackmanwithagun.com and you can click on the links for yourself. Oh, I got to tell you what happened last week. Last week's episode, I had probably another 20 minutes that I had to edit. What did I actually lost? So it must have been, it must have just sucked or something. I don't know. I was just overly tired and I was about to come down with the cold and the flu and I was in the studio and I was cranking this stuff out and I started out really late too. So I was really tired and I had some stuff about, you know, the future and the end of the year and had some commentary about stuff that was going on. And when I uploaded everything so that you could get it, everything that I had said was missing. It was kind of like those vampires you see when you look in the mirror and you weren't there. Everything else in the room was there, but you were missing. I was like the undead on my own podcast. So I took it down after probably about 20 people at 1 o'clock in the morning uploaded it and went back, looked at my files, tried to find one that wasn't corrupted or wasn't missing it, and uploaded it again. Put all the tags, the picture, all that stuff that you have to do. And another part was missing. This happened three times in a row. I finally went to bed about 2.30 in the morning, I think. I didn't have to go to work. I mean, it was like uh, I was already off for the week, and it was New Year's Eve Eve, and... uh, I figured, you know, what the hey? I got up that morning, 
and put my podcast on. I was listening to it while I was in the in the kitchen and nothing. I was invisible again. So I took it back down again, ran downstairs, um, redid as much as I could and just thought, all right, I'm just going to fill in these gaps. And it was not the original stuff. Um, it was a whole different vibe. I mean, I was just almost defeated. But I tried to tell a couple of folks on Facebook, and you guys are always gracious and nice to me and made me feel better because I was feeling like crap. And then I got started getting sicker and sicker. Unbelievable. But it was the last podcast for the year, and 2011 was a monster. But it's okay. We got through it, right? No blood, no foul. I could lie and say it was the best jokes I've ever told in my life, but truth is, it probably wasn't funny at all. It's January, though, and that means during the Martin Luther King holiday, government gives off that day, that Monday, um, there's the SHOT Show, and a lot of um, people in the industry will be going out to Las Vegas. Also, a lot of activism going on at the same time, like here in Maryland, the Maryland Shout Issue Group, the Citizens Defense League of Maryland, will be gathering in Annapolis, actually at the uh, College Avenue and Bladen Street on Road Boulevard, at the uh, General Assembly's backyard so they can be heard. It's going to be an um, open carry, empty holster kind of deal. And the purpose, to have a peaceful and unarmed gathering of supporters for Maryland Shout Issue and Second Amendment rights. They'll be wearing empty holsters in protest of the current discretionary issue system that sees handgun carry permits issued only to those politically connected or dealing in extraordinarily large amounts of physical cash or the occasional person who can meet the high burden of proof needed to receive one for self-defense. That's happening Monday, January 17th at noon. It's going to be their second Martin Luther King Day event, 12 noon to 2 p.m., on Lawyers Mall in Annapolis, Maryland. Also, in Richmond, my brother Ed and all the members of the VCDL will be uh, at the General Assembly starting at 9 a.m., and they're going to be lobbying the General Assembly to support the human right of self-defense and the right to keep and bear arms. And they're going to have uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Their theme, again, gun saves lives, and freedom is not a loophole stickers. And they really do it up down there. You can meet them from 11 to 12 at the Bell Tower. The way they roll is they lobby the legislators that morning and then they meet up right before lunch and do their do the thing. And then uh, from 12 to 1, have like a lunch and everybody kind of get together. It's been a really cool thing. I will try my best to put links to both events on the show notes so that you can get the information. If you don't already have it, check out Maryland Shall Issue and the Virginia Citizens Defense League events for Martin Luther King Day 2012. I was blessed to be asked to speak at both events, but had to decline both since I'll be trying to find my way in Vegas to find the shiny new objects. So to actually talk about some stuff, um, guns, what's new and what's happening, and share, you know, what I find with you and connect with some podcasters and broadcasters and people in the industry. Because who knows? Usually it's my biggest data dump. Actually, I get the most bang for the buck on that trip. I get to meet with some cool people. I get to see some products and then during a the year, follow up with them 
and learn some stuff that I get to share with you. And if you have any thing that you want me to follow up on or you want me to be directed, like say you like Glock or you want um, to learn about Taurus's new product or Ruger's new product or there's a new hunting apparel company or there's some new boots or a new knife or something that might be at this shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show, let me know. I will put it down on my list and I will go there and represent you. That's what I'm doing. So give me a list. I got one from Derek already. So if you got something that you want me to check out for you, I'll take a picture. I can even send it to you by on your phone. How cool is that? I'm working for you, man. Working for you, lady. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here for you. All right. Next up, Mrs. M. Welcome back to the Black Young Gun Podcast. Hello, darling. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, darling. Oh, he's such a good year. Yeah? What's going on this year? Yes. Oh, darling, you know, I have a three quotes. Okay. Yes. I was thinking, there is a quote from a Les Brown. And if this is the Les Brown I'm thinking of, he was a band leader. And he says, he says, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you will land among the stars. Yeah, that's good. Isn't that good stuff? Mm-hmm. Yes, darling. And I was thinking of this, and I was thinking of, darling, in the new year. You know, everybody have the resolutions. and uh, But, you know, darling, I think what we have to do is shoot for the moon. Because either way, if we head in the right direction, we will be on the right path and we will land in the stars. We will still be in a good place. That's true. That's true. And you know, darling, I have a good friend. She's in it at a double A program. You know, they call it the AA program. Mm-hmm. And I cannot say her name, of course, but uh, she tells me things that she hears at the double A meetings. And uh, one of the things is they talk about is a uh, force, they say, to clear away the wreckage of the past. And so I ask her, what does she mean? And she says, well, you clear away that which no longer serves you. Hmm. So you clear away those things that no longer work in your life. And then she say, instead of living in the problem, you live in the solution. Yeah, but that sounds hard. Oh, darling, but remember, way back when we talk about the yard by yard, it's hard, but inch by inch, it's a cinch. Ah, yeah, that's right. Yes, darling. Only have to try, do your best one a day at a time. Every day, I thank God for my day. And I ask God to direct my day for good things. And you know, darling, God, He wants us to be happy. This is the thing we have to let everybody know. He wants us to be happy, to have a good life. That's so true. And you know, darling, they have these things, these people, they call them the, um, the new ages. You know, they have these uh, new thoughts, you know. But uh, really, darling, uh, what I think of the new thoughts, the people with the new thoughts, is a really what I call a vintage wisdom, like a Les Brown. Les Brown is from, if this is the same guy, he's from the 1940s, maybe before. And, uh, you know, he says, shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you will land among the stars. And so what he means is like in the new year, darling, is if you start in a new direction, you don't have to have it all done at once. You just put your foot on a new path, step by step, little by little bit. And the more steps you take, 
the more positive and good the path becomes. That's good stuff there. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. Well, I was no born yesterday, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's come. Good wisdom there. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. Yes, darling. So, um, you know, darling, like I like to say, I might be older woman, but I don't have to act like old lady. I'm, so, I'm talking about. <laughs> you go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> so, so, darling, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, of course, darling, compared to me, you're just a puppy, but I'm still no act like a lady. <laughs> I hear you. So, yeah, I'm not from my age either, darling. Uh, all right. Good for yes, you. Darling. Well, thank you, Miss Oh, darling, of course. So, darling, and you know why I'm not from my age, darling? Hmm, why? Because I shoot for the moon. And there I live go. among the stars. I heard that. Yes, darling. Hey, is that kitty in the background? It's my little Rocky. Rocky, my cat. Yes. That's my little right. boy. <laughs> yes, darling. That's he's just so right. happy to be talking to you. <laughs> yes, darling. I'm glad he's there. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. He knows a good dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking right back. Yes, he is, darling. Yes. Oh, he's so good. Oh, this is a good stuff again. I know it is. Thanks, Miss. Yes, darling. Oh. So, well, darling, you have a happy new year. I will. And I talk to you next week, my friend. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye, darling. Bye-bye. Shoot or don't shoot. You decide. You are at the gun range. You are instructing a, a cousin or a relative and... You're in a booth and they're firing away at your revolver, but you have your firearm strapped on the side because you're going to demonstrate the proper use of a draw and safety and all that. So you're standing slightly to the rear of them and everybody's having a good time. A couple of booths from you, though, there is a couple of wild teenagers or younger people, um, obviously not safe, shooting wildly, barely hitting the target and exhibiting some really unsafe practices. They're pointing the guns sideways, left and right. And when you step out of the booth, you see that one of them is playing around, actually waving a gun around. And one time, it actually covers you a couple of times. So you quickly address them and tell them that it's not safe to, to do that. And they should stay with a gun pointing downrange in a safe location. The one who was pointing the gun looks at you and says mind your business old man and points the gun at you shoot or don't shoot you decide let me know what you would do please reply back on the show notes for episode number 251 at blackmanwithagun.com zombie strike this used to be an extreme sport watched by millions around the world. We hunted zombies on a man-made island in the South Pacific. Well, that was then. This is now.
Part 11, Chapter 113, St. Louis, Missouri, 31 December, 2011, 1830 hours local, countdown, 5 hours, 30 minutes. The vampire scout walked out onto the balcony and looked out at the city of the dead. Finally, the hateful star left the sky. They could now fulfill the master's mission. A chorus of moans from below brought a snarl to her all-too-human face. There were too many of the animated corpses shuffling about the darkened streets. The human's army's attacks to the south drew a large portion of the zombies. The mindless things were attracted to the incredibly loud noise of the human weapons. She hoped the leader of the master's guard listened to her. Those slow-moving abominations were deceptively dangerous. That much she figured out on her own. This will be a good world to plunder, the leader of the master's guard said, stepping out to join the scout. The balcony creaked with his weight. The guard hadn't been on this world long enough to evolve to her form. He was still the seven-foot-tall fur-covered demon. The scout didn't say anything. The leader didn't notice. Yes, even now it teems with life. The leader continued. We just have to kill these foolish clerics before they cause mischief. Don't underestimate the humans or their gods, the scout warned the leader. Their weapons and magic have evolved greatly since our last attempt. They also control the hordes of undead that inhabit the city. Your constant bleeding about the danger of these humans grows tiresome, the leader said, striding back into the apartment. Almost against her will, the scout followed him. Your scouts may have fallen to their pathetic forces, but we are the elite of the people, the master's own guard. We have nothing to fear from them. He motioned to the rest of his team. Come, now that the hated sun is gone from the sky, we can begin the slaughter. The scout watched helplessly as the ten vampires sprinted out of the apartment's window and into the city. Mississippi River, St. Louis, Missouri, 31 December 2011, 1830 hours local, countdown, 5 hours, 30 minutes. Mateo Cortez gracefully accepted the thermos from the naval chief petty officer. He'd forgotten how bloody cold it would get. Too many days working on a South Pacific tropical island. The armor's insulation only worked so much. Mateo needed more heat. He took a swig from the thermos. Expecting bitter coffee, Mateo was pleasantly surprised by the taste of chicken noodle soup. Mateo greedily took another gulp of the soup before handing back the thermos and thanking the naval non-com. Figured you need it, the CPO said, tucking the thermos away. You folks looked a mite ragged when we fetched you up. The CPO spoke with an almost unintelligible southern drawl. Mateo just nodded, letting the warmth of the soup in his stomach radiate out to his body. The truth hadn't sent any more of its minions or golems after zombie strike, but there were still plenty of zombies. They'd been playing hide-and-seek with the hordes that were still milling around downtown St. Louis. Too many of the zombies hadn't been pulled by the army's offensive. His team had been past the point of crush twice before Tredegar managed to call up the cavalry. 
The first time had been attack helicopters. The second time, the Navy's small squadron of Riverine boats provided cover fire while the team climbed aboard two of the small craft. Chief Stahl, the Steve, Tredegar, Evan, and Quentin were riding with him. Sport Billy and the ladies were in a boat some 20 yards closer to the bank of the Mississippi River. Mr. Cortez, we've recovered and replenished your team, the young officer in command of the boat said, his tone full of patient condescension. Now we're exactly are we supposed to put you? My boats are needed back down the river for actual operations. Mateo took a deep breath and looked out over the eerily dark city. That'll be up to either Mr. McClintock or Special Agent Tredegar, Mateo answered. I'll let you know as soon as I know. In the meantime, your orders are to assist us. So quietly assist us over there. Mateo pointed to the back of the boat. My orders may be to assist your team, but I am still in command. The officer shot back. He was about to continue, but Quentin suddenly bounded into the group. Found it, Quentin said, a broad smile across his face. Pretty sure, anyway. Just as checking some of my guesswork, but I found where the ritual would need to be completed. And that is, Mateo asked with practiced patience. Incoming, yelled Chief Stahl. Everyone on the four boats scrambled to a weapon. Powerful spotlights lit up the night sky. Mateo looked up and saw two forms diving on the boats. He flipped down his night vision and his mind froze for a moment. It was impossible. They'd wiped those creatures out back in Panama. They couldn't be here in St. Louis. There couldn't be vampires here. The crackle of small arms fire brought Mateo back into action. One of the vampires was angling to hit his boat. He brought his M4 up to his shoulder and opened fire. The vampire somehow twisted in midair and dodged most of the team's stream of fire. It landed at the front of the boat hard enough to catapult many of the Navy people from the back. Mateo barely managed to keep his feet as the boat suddenly heaved upward. Evan stepped up to the creature and unloaded his Benelli shotgun into it. The vampire screamed in surprise and backhanded the kid into the Black River. Man overboard, yelled the Steve. The medic unlocked the M240 machine gun from the front mount. Swinging the big gun around, the Steve fired a full belt of 7.62mm NATO into the vampire's back. Black fluid and chunks of meat littered the deck as the creature fell. Back up, Chief Stahl said, pushing Tredegar and a couple of Navy ratings back. Those things go up when they die. He didn't see the vampire wobble back up to his feet. Tredegar's warning almost came too late. Stahl spun as the vampire lashed out with his claws. As the talons scraped across the armor's plates, Stahl slapped his hands down on the vampire's arm. It screamed in terror and pain. It flung the chief in to the side of the boat. Mateo and Quentin finally had clear shots. Quentin fired his entire magazine of 10 millimeter while Mateo did the same with his M4. The vampire snarled in pain and frustration. It must not have expected to deal with this kind of resistance. It leaped the length of the boat and landed in front of Mateo and Quentin. Mateo let his M4 drop on its sling and drew his sig. Quentin yanked out his warhammer and slammed it into the vampire's hip with one swift movement. The monster screamed in pain again and savagely punched Quentin in the face 
with enough force to knock the big man off his feet. Mateo fired his pistol into the vampire until the slide locked back on an empty magazine. Boss, down! yelled to Steve. Without thinking, Mateo dropped to the boat's deck. The M240's thud, thud, thud filled the night. The second M240 joined in and the vampire was nearly torn apart by the sheer number of bullets puncturing its body. With a gurgling moan, the vampire tried to jump off the boat. One of the Navy folks turned the rear M2 on it in midair. As the 50 BMG bullets hammered into it, the vampire let out a last scream and then burst into flames. Steve, Quentin's down, Mateo yelled. The medic dropped the smoking machine gun and dashed to his fallen comrade. You, get us a priority medevac, the Steve said, pointing to one of the Navy ratings. He was talking in that scary, calm voice that only came out when the fecal matter was impacting the turbine. The Steve carefully pulled off Quentin's helmet. I need a collar right now. Mateo's heart fell as the Steve gingerly put the rigid cervical collar around Quentin's massive neck. The medic tapped a flurry of commands, dumping numerous drugs into the big man's system. I've got this, Matt, the Steve said. Make sure the rest of the team isn't dead. Mateo cursed as he realized he'd lost track of a other vampire. He reloaded his M4 and trotted down the deck. Where's the other one? Mateo asked, helping Chief Stahl to his feet. As if on cue, a thunderous boom echoed across the river. Mateo spun to the sound, half expecting to see the fiery pyre of the rest of his team. Instead, he caught the last glimpses of a flaming seven-foot-tall form arching away from the other boat and into the cold, black waters. Are you all okay? Mateo called all over the radio. Yeah, just a little deaf from Sports Grenade, Jess radioed back. Some of the Navy guys didn't make it. Is Quentin okay? Jess was trying to sound calm, but Mateo could hear the fear in her voice. Before Mateo could answer, the Steve waved him back over. His neck is snapped, the medic said in a low tone. I'm doing what I can. But if we don't get help, he's not going to make it. I need to put him under, but he needs to tell you something first. Make it quick, Mateo swallowed and nodded. He cautiously knelt down next to his friend. The arch, Matt. It's going to happen at the Gateway Arch. Quentin managed to say before he went limp. The Steve pushed Mateo to the side as he desperately fought to save their friend's life. For what seemed an eternity... The Steve coaxed, cajoled, and screamed at Quentin to stay with them as he did everything he could. It just wasn't enough. If you like Zombie Strike, you're probably like this. Bad Moon Rising. Read about it at Derek-Ward.com. All right, that means it's time to go. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Black Man with a Gun podcast sponsored by CrossbreedHolsters.com. If you want to reach me for anything at all, you can contact me at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com or call me at 888-675-0202. When you're weak.
once more When tears are in your eyes I will dry them all I'm on your side When times get rough sunshine warm upon your face the rains fall soft upon your fields and until we meet again may God hold you in the hollow of his hand Shalom baby Am I the meanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Sure enough. Well who am I? Sure enough. Who am I? Sure enough. I can't hear you. Sure enough. Shogun of Harlem. Thanks for listening. And please leave a review for me on iTunes.